We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. So we're in the middle of October. Um, yeah. Yes, we yeah. are. Yes, yes, we are. With a Getting weird... Closer closer. With a weird ass... Halloween. Why is it weird ass? Well, because I think most of us don't know what the fuck to do for Halloween. Yeah. Considering. I don't think it's as hard for everyone else as it is for you. Oh, I I, I, I really like Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> In fact, I really we can't like go- Halloween too. <sighs> I'm just doing it. Like, it's not, I don't have enough time to stress about that. I have enough other stresses in my life. I'm just going to, I mean, no, I'm not going standard trick-or-treating, but I'm just doing everything else like I would on Halloween. That makes me sad. Why? Because I love love trick-or-treating. Yeah, trick-or-treating is great, but I took Jude to the zoo, boo. But I can't do that here. I can't do that here. Well, it's not my fault that your zoo is stupid. Beyond stupid. I mean... Continue living in Utah. I mean, come on. Saying that because you're outside, you don't have to follow the COVID-19 guidelines. Okay. And then you sell 150 tickets to a frat house... And expect nothing to go wrong. Okay. So we just jumping right into this? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So what we're talking about Brandon Lawson. But let me just flat out say this. Um, not a lot of other people have done this, and I think it's because there is so much misinformation i mean of course there's information with misinformation right but there's so much i mean this case could go freaking a million directions and so i feel like maybe that's why this one hasn't been done just because it's odd okay but hey we're in october and we're all about odd right that's true well, yes. and we're all th- all about theories, so I was like, oh, this one's perfect. But, I mean, not that I listen to a ton of different podcasts, but I do listen to a few, and I've never heard it before. Found it on Reddit, once again. Thank you, Redditors. Woo-woo. Okay. And I don't think you've heard this one either. I don't think so. Don't think so. Okay. All right, so let's just go a little bit of background information on Brandon. Um, he was 26, and he lived in San Angelo, Texas. And um, he worked on the oil field. He was a father of four kids. And then he also had a common law wife. She's technically 
still a girlfriend, um, what they call her all the time, which her name is Ladessa. Um, and he was about five foot, nine inches and 230 pounds, Caucasian um, male with brown hair, blue eyes. And he had multiple tattoos on his arms and scars on his chin and left knee and his ears were pierced. Um, at the time of the, his disappearance, he was wearing a yellow shirt with camouflage shorts and white 2013 Air Jordans. And I say that because he's still technically a missing person. Okay. So, all right. And it is August 8th, 2013, when he was last seen in San Angelo, Texas. So him and his girlfriend um, got into a big argument, which this happens a lot. Okay. And so I did find one little, I need to remember, I can't remember exactly what the name was that was of it though, but it was like a littler podcast that actually was able to interview his brother. What? Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. But um, so his brother's name was Kyle, and I'm just gonna go through this real quick and do a little bit. Um, when I remember which one it was, I'll go ahead. I'll plug it in on the website. You can go and check them out if you want to hear this interview. So it's just an interview from what Kyle said that happened here. Um, so Kyle said, "Well, the reason why him and his girlfriend got into an argument is because." Um, So Brandon had been clean for about four months and then he asked his brother, Kyle, he called Kyle on the phone and said, Hey man, I just got um, a job interview and I just did my drug test. Could you hook me up with some meth? And Kyle gave him some meth. Okay. Same day he went disappearing. I just feel like that's important because I mean, it's not a drug to mess around with. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'll go ahead and mention Kyle a little bit later on, but I feel like that was important to mention because that same day that they were fighting, his brother Kyle says on this other podcast that um, he actually did give his brother some meth that day. Okay. So um, him and his girlfriend are fighting and Brandon leaves the home around 11.54 PM, which um, with the intentions of actually going to his dad's since, you know, him and his girlfriend were fighting. Um, he was just going to go to his dad's and cool off, which his dad's house wasn't that far. It was about 15, 20 minutes later. So approximately 45 minutes later, um, Brandon called his brother, Kyle, to tell him that he ran out of gas from 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Which... Apparently, so his relationship with his girlfriend is kind of weird. So she was the only one with a card. So she only had the card. So, like, he couldn't go get gas without her. And then um, they both also, they had their own cell phones, but they shared a cell phone cord as well. So he couldn't charge his phone as well, which that will come into later. What? Yes. Okay. Well, and you got to think about it, though. If he's off buying meth and stuff, you don't want him to go off into an ATM, get some cash out, which is supposed to be for rent or something. Okay, the card almost makes sense. But the cell phone charger? Well, I wonder if it's just being lazy. Like, if one died and... 
So like they never just never got another one. Okay, maybe. And they were sharing it. Okay. Well, um, so he called his brother and said, Hey, I ran out of gas. So um Kyle called his girlfriend and was like, Hey, so Brandy ran out of gas. Um, I know that you're the only one that has the card. Um, could you go get some gas and leave it on your doorstep and I'll go pick it up and deliver it to him? And she was like, yeah. So she went ahead and did that, which, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking with the card is if he's off buying drugs and stuff like that. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And while Kyle's off going to go get the gas for his brother, which is at his house sitting on the porch because that's where his girlfriend left it. Um, Kyle, Br- Brandon calls 911. Okay. I want to point out, too, when he makes this call, he's in the middle of a field. Well, sure. Why wouldn't he be? Like you heard that a couple of times and um, okay. So it does say, you know, he ran into the first person. So it does sound like he, there was more than one person out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is if he is not hallucinating off myth. Sure. Um, the second thing though, is that people are saying that they hear a gunshot. I don't hear it. I didn't hear a gunshot. Okay. Myself. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, that one runs through it again and I, I still do not hear the gunshot that some people are claiming that they've heard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't hear it. And to me too, he's very, you can't understand half the crap he's saying. And is that because he's on meth or is that because he's in a panic? That's very debatable. Right. Okay. So another, nevertheless, um, no cops were made to go out to the scene. So do sources say 
other sources, and I'll post all my sources, but there is like some um, news articles that say no one was out, no one went out to the scene of the crime. And then other sources from other news articles saying that someone did go out to the scene of the crime. Oh, well, that's nice and helpful in coming up with theories. I've gone ahead, too. I went ahead and I reached out to the detective that is now on this case, which is not the same detective that was on it before, and he has not responded as well. Okay. Um, but here's another thing. So another call was made to 911 by a passerby or a trucker, like a semi-trucker, okay. regarding Brandon's truck being parked crooked and on the side of the road. Okay, this was it within seven minutes of Brandon's call. Okay. And then the cops come out um, to that one, and they come out within 15 minutes. He's gone. Okay. So they definitely came out to the second one. They came out at least, I mean, if, if it's only seven minutes difference, I mean, who could say that they didn't actually go out to the first one? Yeah, I mean. I mean, you know, like, who, who's to say that they weren't on their way to that one? But some people are saying, like, no, 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 they completely ignored it, and it was only because the trucker buyer came past by. And then, um, but there's no, besides this 911 call, there's no written evidence. Like, normally, like, if they put it in the system saying that, hey, you know, we need someone to go out there, that there's no one, there's no evidence of that. But there is evidence that they did go out from the 911 call when the trucker called. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's just, he's just gone. He's missing. Oh, okay. Completely gone. Um, so he made a 911 call from the middle. Okay, see, uh-huh. here's if he was just on meth, let's pretend that was it. Why the hell wouldn't his body be in that field or like if he passed out or something? Like, right, right. Well, and that's where um, his brother Kyle comes into play again because I listened to that um, podcast episode where they interviewed him and he said um, that there's a lot more than that than what the media just says. Like, because that's basically all you're going to get if you go off of just like the regular media. Um, But Kyle was saying, so actually Brandon called Kyle and was saying, I don't even want to say this, but you know what? Don't come at me. It, I'm just quoting. These motherfucking Mexicans are after me. Oh, okay. Don't come at me, please. <laughs> I'm just quoting what he said. They were after him, and they were after him for apparently drug money because apparently he has bought meth from them before, and that's why he asked Kyle to go do it because he never paid them back. Uh, okay. So those are problems, people. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, can you say that like, okay, so maybe, you know, someone got ticked off. Hey, you know, I'm pretty sure that's Brian's brother, Kyle, that just came and bought this. Well, you weren't supposed to sell it to him because Brandon's never paid me back. So I mean, can't you see him like going off like guys going after him because of the drugs? I can. I a hundred percent can see that. 
I mean, that explains way more than him just, like, passing out, because that explains why his body's mysteriously missing. You know, said, hey, I was going to leave this gas can by the porch, and she was going to go to shower and go to bed, just because she was basically sick of his shit for that night. And she thought that he was going to go home to his dad. So um, Kyle and his brother went went to go get the gas can, but his check hadn't cleared from his bank account. So he had no money. And uh, by the time that he got there, he said, Ledessa wasn't answering the door. Mm-hmm. He said that what he would do is go to this um, Stripes Convenient Mart. And Brandon said he had a little bit of cash and that he could pay for gas then. And then um, his brother was going to meet him back to the truck. And then they would be, you know, on their way home. But they never made it. Like, because Brandon never showed up at the gas station. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so, I mean, I'll go ahead and I'll show you. I'll plug in this uh, 911 call for you guys. But here's the transcript. Because I have the transcript. 911 emergency. And then Brandon's like, yes, middle of the field. You ever put lavender in your lemonade? Because it's fantastic. And I highly recommend you do. It or, really is. Or um, toasted marshmallow goes really mm. great in your morning coffee. Oh, you know what I do with them? I put them in my Red Bull. I do a Red Bull, and then I pick a different flavor, and then I have a different freaking Red Bull mixer every morning. Because Red Bull gives her wings. It sure does. Like, you have no idea. So Indeed. whatever your brand Red Bull coffee or cocktail, check out Skinny Mixes and use our code THEORIES for 10% off. Can't hear. Possibly push some guys over or push some cars over. Right here towards Abilene on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. Can't understand it again. I got taken through the woods, maybe. Please hurry. And then the 911 emergency is like, okay, run that by me again. And then possibly, because we're not sure, because it's illegible, like you cannot understand him 100%. No, we're not taking him. Um, no, ran into him, told you, ran into him. Emergency said, ah, you ran into them. Okay. Brandon, yes, the first guy, um, or not the first guy, or got the first guy. I'm not sure. <laughs> nice and specific there right so also it sounds it said in this um in this transcript too that it says and i couldn't hear this but someone but it says in the transcript that someone says sounds like to me brandon mentions having buckshots which is ammo which i could not hear that i listened to that probably 50 times and i could not hear that 911 emergency said, do you need an ambulance? And he said, no, I need the cops. 911, is anyone hurt? Hello? And then in the original tape, there is three hellos, and that's it. So um, theories are, too, thinking that the 911 operator just thought that he ran into someone, like, ran into, like, the back of a car or something. Not ran into a person, but, like, ran into, like, a car, you know, the car behind him or something. Yeah. I mean, in front of him, Sorry. Um, and that it wasn't that like makes sense, I guess. I mean, right. I, think I can think I can see that. Like, and so it wouldn't be classified as an emergency. Instead, it would be kind of like a when you when the cops get the co- time come by, you know. Okay. That's why she's like, "Do you need an ambulance?" Type mm-hmm. I feel like that. You know that that sounds plausible. 
Okay, so I do have a timeline here. So 11.53, Brandon leaves his home, and he heads towards his dad's house. And then 12, Ladessa calls his cell phone and asks him, are you going to come home, or are you going to your brother's house, or are you going to your dad's house? 12.34, to 12.36, Ladessa misses two calls from Brandon. So 12.38, Brandon calls Kyle, tells him his truck ran out of grass. 12.40. This truck ran out of grass? Yes, grass. It goes off ga- gas. Grass. Man, wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice, man. Let's do that. Let's... Take all of your lawn trimmings, put them in your car. Oh, my God. That'd be so fantastic. My garbage can would love it. <sighs> yeah, we get some of my wallet. Oh, seriously. So, 12.40. Um, and plus, I mean, that would give you a reason to mow your freaking lawn. Oh, I need yeah, more gas. Yeah. <laughs> so 1240 um kyle calls ladessa to tell her that brandon went out of gas so 1248 ladessa misses another call from brandon 1250 brandon calls 911 1251 kyle calls brandon and leaves a voicemail 1254 brandon calls ladessa no answer 1257 um brandon called his neighbor which what? we don't have reports like from what what the conversation was in that don't know why. why. Okay. Call yes. Neighbor? Uh-huh. Okay. And it only lasts a minute. So, obviously, it sounds like he probably got voicemail or something. Probably to see um, if Ladessa was going to bring the gas can or something. Because he called Ladessa and she didn't answer. Okay. Maybe. So, that was a five-minute difference. And then 12.58, which is a minute difference, Brian calls Kyle three times and the calls do not connect. So they did say that the area that he is in, it had terrible cell phone service. So uh-huh. it could have, he could have been calling and never getting through as well. 1258, the neighbor tries calling Brandon back three times and the calls do not connect as well. And then 1258 as well, the passing um, truck driver calls 911 and reports Brandon's vehicle blocking the highway. 104, the 911 dispatcher tries to call Brandon and she leaves him a message and she attempts to call him once more right again. And 109, Brandon calls Kyle three times, calls don't connect again. And then 110, Kyle and an officer arrive on the scene to find Brandon missing. And then Kyle claims to be on the phone with Brandon at that time. 112, Kyle calls Brandon three times and they don't connect again. So lost connection again. So it seems like he was on the phone with him and then it disconnected. Um, so three minutes later at 1.15, Brandon calls Kyle twice. They don't connect again. Um, so at 1.18, um, Texas Brandon, which is his girlfriend, and tells him the police are stuck at his truck. Mm-hmm. And then 1.19, she receives a phone call from Brandon and... He states that he's 10 minutes up the road and he's bleeding. Oh, okay. And the phone pings to indicate that he was north away from the vehicle at 110. So 10 minutes from the time that she contacted him, he was up the road and he was at that spot. Okay. So 119, which is 10 minutes later, um, his girlfriend and Kyle drive back to san angelo out of sight of the officer and wait 45 minutes 
for Brandon before returning home. So they're just like sitting there and waiting and hoping that he comes down because they can't get through to his phone because his phone is just not connecting or it died or whatever. So did they ever bring in dogs on this to like smell and see which no. direction? No. Okay. Which pisses me off. So I and like, feel like that would have been like the first thing I would think to do. Yeah, right. I would think so too. <laughs> and at two a.m., Kyle and his girlfriend arrive home. Three a.m., he his whole entire signal completely loses. So it's either it's shut off or the battery dies. And eight thirty in the morning, the next morning, his truck was towed. So they never came out with dogs or anything like that. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing that is so frustrating about this. Like, there is, like, the cops were just like, oh, well, if he's up the road and, you know, instead of me going and checking and let me know and I'll let you know what's going on, well, how about you just wait at the bottom of the road and wait there for him to come down? Like, seriously, what the fuck, police? Why would you? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. So what is this like? Oh, he's a druggie, so I don't care enough to figure it out. I don't know. So um, that is the timeline. So um, also, Kyle says he was never on the phone with Brandon while the, while he was talking to police, like the police say. So that that is debatable right there as well, as if he was so even on the phone. Why don't we have those official phone records? Isn't it annoying? It's annoying. Okay. He said that he yeah. kept call- trying to call him, but it never went through. Like, so he wasn't on the phone with him. Yeah. Okay. He kept saying, I kept trying to call him and call him, and it wouldn't, like, go through. It's terrible service right there. Yeah. Oh, also, I need to note, too, there was no damage to Brandon's truck besides it just running out of gas. Okay, that is... He's and his cell phone were missing, so it was thought that he so took... So he probably didn't run into someone. With his no. Okay. So, and... And it's also understood that the deputy was aware that Brandon phoned 911 asking for a cop and saying, please hurry, but mm-hmm. that's not on record. Like, this is just... It's a whole bunch of jumbled mess. Like, so, I mean, Kyle said that he kept trying to call Brandon, but he was never able to fully hear him while he was with the cop. But before he did get to the cop, his brother called him and was screaming bloody murder and saying that he was bleeding. Oh, okay. And he kept telling Kyle, I'm in the field. I'm in the field. Like, so, like, like, because the phone was breaking out, so he couldn't really fully understand him. And that's maybe why, too, like, with the 911 call, it's so, like, jumbled and you can't understand it because maybe the service is just terrible. And there's no 100% proof if he took that, the meth that night or not. No, of course not. Without a body, you could never, I mean. Well, and there wasn't any in the home or in the car as well, though. Okay. And you would think that there would have been something, like residue or something in the car or something. 
I don't know enough about it to know. So, um, Brandon also, I didn't even know this. So, Brandon did have a warrant out for his arrest um, from two years ago. And apparently he just learned about that the following week. So yeah, previous week. Yeah. So people people are saying, okay, well maybe he decided to call 911 and then changed his mind and was hiding from the police. It didn't really sound like he was changing his mind there. I know. I know. I mean that doesn't sound right. I know. Based on hearing the 911 call anyway. I mean. Oh, and, and so his family members didn't know that he even called police until they hired their own investigator to find out. Okay, sure, because why would the police tell them something like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Okay. So, it's... So, and I mean, it's still really unclear if the deputy ever knew that Brandon even called 911 or if he knew this whole time. But nice and helpful, doesn't it? Yeah. So as soon as though Kyle got off the phone with Brandon when he was screaming bloody murder and saying that he um, was up the road and bleeding, his girlfriend did call police. And there is reports of this, of her like yelling at the dispatcher saying that he's 10 minutes up the road and he's bleeding. He, however, never said that he was 10 minutes up the road. So there's that misinformation again. Like this, that's the thing is with this case, there's so much like. So are we sure there isn't another 911 call somewhere? Where no, we're not. No, we're not. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. What if there was another call? Yeah, well. Um, and from like, so the observer in enterprise, which is one of the main ones in Texas, the main, um, media outlet there, they said that there was no mention of the urgency and that he didn't even call. And then on another page, another media outlet, it said, um, yeah, the 911 call reported that there was just a stranded motorist who ran out of gas and it wasn't, he wasn't in any despair. That's like it. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's very frustrating that there's two totally different like media outlets that are saying two totally different things. And when they interview cops, police are saying two totally different things as well. Yeah, no kidding. And so some other people are theorizing too that this is a police cover-up because he had a warrant out for his arrest maybe he wasn't very nice to some police officers and stuff and it was just an easy way to get rid of him yeah no kidding i mean yeah so there has been no activity from his bank account or cell phone or anything like that um there was, like, so they have had people go out with an extensive search and go around and try to figure out what the heck happened. But Brandon's family thinks that, that just because he had an outstanding felony warrant that his case isn't being taken seriously and it's just being blown off. Yeah. 
And Brandon's family also doesn't think that his felony warrants are connected to his disappearance. They also believe that he didn't, he wouldn't have ran from police because he called the police. Like, obviously, yeah. he needed some type of help. And he, they're also like, he wouldn't have just left his kids. He had four kids. Oh, really? Okay. You didn't yeah. Mention that. Yeah, I did at the beginning. I, knew, I missed that somehow, the four kids part. Yeah, he has four kids, and three of them were with his girlfriend now and one from a prior relationship. Okay. I somehow missed that he had four kids. So, and investigators are saying that there's no foul play. His family, however, they're like, they're that's very uncharacteristic of him. You know, he wouldn't just leave without any warning. And they're afraid for his safety because he said he's bleeding. I mean, and then he told his brother Kyle that I'm sorry, but uh, two effing Mexicans were after him. Um, and... And this isn't according to police, but this is according to Kyle that those are the same. He's like, if they're the people I'm thinking they are, they're the same people that he used to get the meth from. Which makes sense. I mean, that sounds like some pretty decent suspects if he hadn't paid them. Right. I mean, we've all watched Breaking Bad, right? (laughs) Don't mess with drug dealers. That's true. There's one other statement, too. So, this statement says, um, this was from one of the police officers that was up on the scene. Well, okay, so it said the driver was not in the vehicle when the deputy arrived just after one. However, at the time, investigations have revealed that Brandon Lawson was hiding in the bushes due to an outstanding felony warrant. Watching the deputy speak while his brother Kyle was on the phone. Okay. Okay, here's the problem with this. Brandon called 911 and he requested help. Why would he go into the woods just to hide? Like, that makes absolutely no sense. Plus, there is no proof on Kyle's phone records that he actually got through to Brandon while he was talking with the police at that time. Yeah, and I mean, okay, once again... Even if he were in some trouble with the police, he'd probably rather face them than if these guys were going to, like, kill him or something. Right? Like, wouldn't you rather be in jail than be dead? Most people, yeah. hmm Yeah. I mean, it wasn't for murder. It was for drugs. It's not like he would have been in there forever. And at least he would have been safe from the drug dealers while he was gone. Yeah, you would think so. So they didn't do um, any dog searches but the the texas rangers were all on the ground and they actually did do an aerial search but they found absolutely no clues as to where he could have gone that is so weird oh you gotta think about this too so aerial searches they're good to locate someone who's alive what if they're trying to find someone that is no longer alive and the infrared technology wouldn't work um yeah. All right. So you were thinking I would say aliens, but I'm thinking it's the drug dudes. You think so? Wow. I was thinking field. It's got to be aliens on your side. I mean, it's it's too predictable to be the aliens. And the drug guys, I mean, if he owed him money, the drug guys could too easily have made him disappear. 
Oh, and I also want to note too that they didn't do any searches over three miles. Of course not, because no one could have pulled him into a car or anything. No. I'm absolutely convinced that someone else was out there, knows exactly what happened to him. And I think that it could have been those drug dealers, if that's who that was. Yep. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't know if those guys that were with him were the drug dealers. I'm not saying that they were. I'm saying whoever was with him that night that he was claiming. I mean, because obviously he felt fearful enough that he needed to call the police. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are saying he was on meth and hallucinating. And that's why he went off to the woods and possibly he tripped and fell and killed himself on accident. Why can't they find his body? That's what gets me. Like, and you searched for three miles. I mean, if you're tripping on meth and you fall down, okay, I can buy that if you Mm -hmm. can find the body. Yeah. But where'd he go? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, where did he go? Like, I don't know. I'm more leaning towards Someone else was there with him, uh, possibly, and put him in a truck and took him. Yeah, I mean, if this is a field, I mean, presumably they're, like, growing stuff there. There's going to be farmers around moving crop and watering and shit, like. Yeah, so, I mean, more of, I mean, he does say field and everything, but it's more of, like, a flatland. It's, It's flat. Oh, so there may not be farmers there all the time. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I looked up the pictures of, like, it showed, like, of this case or whatever during that exact same time, um, it was pretty flat. I mean, there wasn't, like, corn growing or anything like that. Okay, but that also should make it even easier to see if there was a body there. Or find him. Yeah, that's... Hiding in a bush, like, and then just running away, disappearing. I mean, this kid... this. He, he's been missing since 2013. That seems a little far-fetched. I feel like someone else has to be involved. Right? I feel like someone else is involved. Someone else knows what's going on. Um, also, guys, I posted all the links in the page here. There's also a website for him. I can't remember the exact website. But it's on there. And, yeah. Feel free to check out all the goodies. And, you know... Encourage you to share this, too, to figure out what the crap happened to Brandon. Just because there's so much misinformation. And actually, I feel like, though, you know, in more investigations, they're probably, it's more probably like this, where there's so much more misinformation, but we only hear a lot of what the media has to say. And the fact that, you know, there was that interview with Kyle that kind of threw it in and definitely helped uh helped out to see the other point of view you know oh yeah so i'm glad he did i'm glad he did that with that other podcast i uh tried to reach out to him as well but he didn't contact me in time for this i gave him about two weeks yeah oh i mean if there's anything though that he wants to add or anything later on he messages me or something i'll let you guys know yeah so if you have any theories or suspicions or whatever please feel free to email us at crime theories podcast at gmail.com yep also Um, check us out on instagram definitely and uh keep fucking going